six man, six man, Dion Wade. I'm undefeated, never lost. Six buzz, six buzz, you're a buck team, IG. Welcome back to Six Man Radio. I'm your host, David Sanchez, and with me, as always, is Brandon Angelo. Brandon, how are we doing? Doing amazing. How about you, Dave? I'm kind of tired. It's our first Sunday morning show. I kind of like it. Um, I'm not really an early riser, not a big Sunday guy, so this is a little different for me. Well, I mean, I'm cool with it right now. I think the best part about uh, us doing a show this or this Sunday is that the Dolphins can't disappoint us today. Yeah, no, that's why it's a stress-free Sunday for me. That, disappo- that, that disappointment came early in the week, so I'm already over it. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to just be a nice, easy Sunday. I say that, and then I'm going to be stressing over fantasy football all day. Oh, but, DeAndre Hopkins absolutely put work in for me, so I'm not that worried. You know? Yeah, Lamar Miller put in work for me, but that still isn't going to do it. I think me and my friends are really smart because since we're all from South Florida, we knew to start every Texans player we had against the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, people were questioning me, like, why are you starting Lamar Miller? I'm like, bro, I've been watching the Dolphins run defense all year. Believe me, he's going to do well. Exactly. You don't got to worry about that. Yeah. Well, uh, I told you this yesterday. I wanted to open the show not with a league, not with a team, just with a specific player. And that is Steph Curry. Okay. What would you like to say about Stephanie? Two things. There are two things that made Kevin Durant going to the Warriors the worst move ever. And not not just because they were up 3-1, not because Kevin Durant had a good team. This is why. Number one, the Steph Curry highlights we saw before Durant joined the team were probably my favorite things to watch on SportsCenter. Facts. He was doing what he did against the Warriors once a week. Correct, yeah. His his highlights were amazing. He'd be pulling up from five feet behind the line, obviously not five feet from the rim. <laughs> Guy's so crazy, five feet. And he's and it's what he does is ridiculous. And it's not really I, it's all I can say. Is I've never seen a shooter like that. And not only do his threes go in, they don't even they barely hit the net. Barely hit they, the net they, and they he knows the they're going in when he tosses them up. They hit the yeah. center of the bucket. They look so pretty. He had yeah, he had 51 against the Wizards, which included 11 three-pointers. He shot 15 to 24 from the field, which is 62.5%. He went 11 from 16 from three. And not only that, past all the three-pointers and how he went off, the like the, the, when the play got called a foul and he just chucked oh, it up in the air. he chucked it up like 30 feet in the air. Dude, and it goes in, and he had one no. before the game. Yeah. So, the two, so... One, we don't get to see those Curry highlights anymore because mm-hmm. since Rand's on the team. And two, I used to like Steph Curry. I used to like him a lot. One, because So it's less anything to do with necessarily even KD. It's just the fact that Steph Curry is now limited because KD is on the team. Yes. That's what it is, basically. Because Steph Curry, you can make an argument that he was the most fun athlete to watch at the time. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. What, what I saw, I saw a tweet about it, and it was basically the Warriors are so scary right now because their ceiling is when Steph Curry goes off and does that. You can't possibly beat them when he does something like that. It's just not physically possible. And then their floor is Kevin Durant, who can just score for him anywhere on the court. That's not fair that that is a team you have to their, go up against. Their new floor, their, gonna, their their new floor, floor is Kevin Durant, basically. Their new floor is going to be Boogie banging it in the paint. Yeah. I mean, that's just unfair. I think I'm ready to stop hating and just enjoy the inevitable. That's pretty much what I've came to, and it's just like they're a really fun team to watch. When they were trying and stuff like that, like during the playoffs last year and everything, when they were like going and just really cooking on all cylinders, they're just really exciting to watch. So I just accept accept it for what it is, and it's it's fun basketball. It's not even that they're fun to watch. Is that the way they play? And and it's so like free flowing, and they just just go. It's just the, the 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 mental 
burden it puts on a team. <laughs> like when you have Clay Thompson, I could not imagine. Like when when Clay Thompson pulls up, it's gonna be like it's probably going in. Yeah. Steph Curry pulls up, you know what? It's a good chance going it's gonna in. go in. KD's pulling up. Yep. It's and it's just such a dagger to the hearts of the teams because how are you gonna defend someone thirty feet from the bucket? You can't. There's just nothing you can do. And when Steph gets that hot, it does not matter where he pulls up. And he's from. and he's it been hot. Matter. I mean, he's his lowest scoring game so far. I know it's been five games. It's been twenty nine points. Yeah. He's averaging like thirty three a game. Yeah, he is thirty four. Excuse me. Um, I'm ready to stop. And the disrespect he gets is so bad. It's ridiculous. I see him. I've been seeing them recently about how like saying he's not an elite point guard in this league. He's the and best stuff point like guard that. in the league. Like I don't understand how you can watch him play and say that. He's the best How? point guard in the league. Especially since his game has continued to improve over the years. He's gotten better driving into the lane. And, and his three-point shooting is just good. good he can pass the ball. I mean, it doesn't really make any sense. I don't see it. Yeah. I think I like Steph Curry before. And he's 6'3", by the way. Yeah. Which is, Not that short. No. He's just... It's like a solid height for a point he's guard. Just, he's just really skinny. Yeah, he's And I think that what makes it worse is that like you have this little skinny kid... Just doing work on you. And Bradley <laughs> Beal even said, like, yeah, we even tried fouling the shit out of him. Didn't even work. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, but okay, and, and, okay, him being skinny and small, let me get this out of the way. I hate this thing when people are like, oh, he can relate to the kids because kids can be like, oh, he can do that. When I was eight years old, I was banging the top of my garage thinking I was Dwight Howard, okay? Yeah. There was nothing to do with the height or the shooting. Yeah, I thought no. I was Dwight Howard. I kid. always wanted to be a big man when I was growing up. I never, I knew I was never going to be a big man, but, like, I wanted to be Dwight Howard. I wanted to be Shaq. I wanted to be a little, That's just stupid. If I glass someone on an eight-foot rim, yeah. I, I had the Superman shirt on. simple under, as ready. that, yeah. No, so, like, I, I can get why they would say that because even though he is 6'3", and most kids probably won't be 6'3", yeah. And that he's small, like I yeah, kids, yeah, they can they try really hard, they can shoot well, but I I hate when people say that. No one's looking at him and they're like, wow, like anyone can do it. First of all, six three is not that short it's when not you short. look in like Dwayne relative Wade's terms. Six four and he's yeah, one of the best guardians. It doesn't make any sense. Like six three is not short. If you see someone six three in real life, you're gonna say, wow, he's that tall. guy is tall as hell. Like that's not how it works. Um, you want to go look at Isaiah Thomas or something like that? Sure. Five nine. He, yeah. yeah, he gives hope to the children <laughs> out there. Not Steph Curry. Yeah, and 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 if you think you're gonna come out pulling up like Steph Curry just because he's small, stop. I mean, come on. Like we have to admit that Steph Curry is one of the most. He's the most influential NBA player of all time. You to could, be fair, that's like a type of argument that you would go out there and make. It's like, oh, like Steph Curry's doing. He's only six three. Like I could go out there and oh, do that. Stop. It's like your arguments about baseball. It's like, oh, like I can go out there and field that ground ball. It can't I can be that <laughs> hard. It can't be that hard. Yeah, how hard could it be? Could it just hit those threes? I mean, I'm like the same height as him. I could probably do that, right? You're not six three. Get out of here. Like six one. You're six flat. Six one. <laughs> okay. Um six two with the Steph hair. Steph Curry, I would say he's the most influential player in NBA history. You could say uh Magic and Bird in the eighties. I think they did more for the league. Uh, globally, not globally, but they kind of brought it from the and dark Jordan. era. I, I I haven't really read into it, but apparently the NBA was in a really shithole in the seventies. Yeah, it was completely. So the eighties, they kind of like resurrected. Some, they brought some stability to it. Um, but you just because of Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, and and this is pre Kevin Rand, just because of those two, they changed the whole culture in the league. They've literally made people go out of work because they can't shoot a three. They've made people evolve their game. And they fooled everyone. Are you saying they're they, bad people? No, they, no, 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 no. They, These they, players out into the unemployment line. That's just that's just an effect of how good they are at three pointers. Yeah, I agree. Um, and they fooled the whole league, by the way. 
because now everyone's trying to copy them and no one was ever gonna no one's ever gonna get there the the that, whole idea of creating the same blueprint as the warriors to go out and beat them is probably the dumbest idea ever you probably need to go at them with like something other than what they're good at which is shooting three-pointers you got to find their kryptonite or something like that you can't just out three-point shoot them yeah how does that work well what's their weak spot Try to get dry, under Draymond's skin. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. it was down low, but now they're going to have Boogie during the playoffs. No, nah, I mean, the weak spot was trying to get under Draymond's green skin. They get him suspended for a game in the finals, they yeah. win. That's why the Lakers are looking good this year, because they got Lancey. Um, Any chance Steph Curry can win an MVP this year? Even though, if he keeps on putting 30 a game. I mean, if he's going to keep putting up the, I mean, it's, we're six games in. Yeah. So it's hard to no, say this if is, he this keeps is, doing that. But this, if he continues to dominate like this, yeah, yeah, there's this no is, reason why he should. This is my overreaction Sunday. I'm down. Um, so who is the leading MVP candidate right now? I would say it's Steph. I mean, through six games, yes, it's Steph Curry. Again, very 31, 29, 31, 52. Like, and it was in three quarters. That's the always Steve the greatest Steve Kerr, part. I'm sorry. I, I hate Steve Kerr. I love him as a coach. But he's done this for the second time. Always. Clay Thompson so dropped 61 in three quarters, and he didn't let him play the fourth quarter. Just let him cook. Come Dude, on. just let him get the record. Yeah. I, I, reg- I, I, I get respecting the opponent. Respecting the opponent is you're up 20, you bench your starters. If a guy is having a historical night, a la Clay Thompson two years ago or Steph Curry last week, please let him play. Please. You, like, and the thing is, like, yeah, I get respecting your opponents and stuff like that, but this is the NBA and everything. We're trying to entertain people out there. That's entertaining. You want him to go for the record. Doesn't I, make any sense. Just let him cook, man. How that's many, my one gripe towards uh, Steve Kerr, because he drives me nuts when he does I that. I mean, how many historical nights are we deprived of if if he keeps benching them, you know? Yep. Like, with when Kobe dropped 81... They kept him on because game. it was a close game. Yeah, yeah he need, he needed to. I don't know what the will the hundred game like that was ages ago. And but yeah, that was. I mean, who was he playing against? Farmers and I janitors, mean, electricians. Like, come on, yeah. he didn't do nothing. Exactly. Um, let me transition to a different point guard, and it's a point guard that I liked more than Steph Curry, but I may have to reconsider. And I want to pose this question to you. What is it? Can we finally admit that? There's a problem with Russell Westbrook. Please. Y- y- yes, but like I think the p- these problems have always been there and they've always been evident. And I don't think really anything's changed. I don't think he's changed as a player. He's still the same Russ. Like it's not like these flaws are just coming out. But now. that's the thing. It it it's the same Russ. That's the problem. Y- yeah, I guess. Because no like it and this is why I get I get why people like Russell Westbrook over Steph Curry. It's because Westbrook has the mentality that people want to embody, the savage, the mama mentality. You know, he goes hard 100%. And there's nothing you can dis- disrespect about his effort. And I don't think anyone's saying that. And, you know, you look at Steph, like, he's skinny. He's a little, you know, he's weaker. He's lankier. And, and he gets all the points from beyond the arc. He doesn't have to, like, bang in the uh, in the paint. So people may be like, oh, he's soft. Mm-hmm. People might think that's uh, soft. Russell Westbrook has to make a change in his game. And I and I think we do have to start analyzing personality in sport. Russell Westbrook is hard-headed. He's hard-headed. He is, yeah. The game against the Celtics, what, they were up 16-and-a-half, and the Celtics ended the game on a 16-1 run. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook went 0-7 in the fourth. And you know what I miss? You know what I noticed about the seven shots he missed? What? Most of them were short. You know what happens when shots go short, Brandon? What? It means your legs are tired. 
It means you're not getting the same bounce. And he can't accept the fact. He can't accept he, the fact that he could. Yeah, he goes hard, but he has to have some level-headed inside of him. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. You can't expect to go 108, 10% through four quarters of the game and do well. Look, it really comes down to the fact that he's going to put up these crazy stats. He's going to be averaging it. He'll probably average a triple-double another time in his career and stuff like that. But it's like he's not going to go out there and No, and, and this is what— And that's just going to be his legacy at this point. And I kind of don't hate it that he could just accept it and just be like, word, I'm going uh, to pad these stats and just keep on going and do what I'm going to do. But if he continues this trend, I do think people— Listen, the history books— People always remember him differently. So, yeah, we'll look back on it. Yeah, he averaged a triple-double. But as of now, if he keeps on thing team on going like this, I think the triple-double kind of lose some spark to it. Well, also because of the fact that he's just killed the triple-double at this point. Like, they're normal. He averaged a triple-double last year, and that was just, like, regular. Yes, but there's also some aspect to it where is it really helping the team? No, I, I agree with you. But, like, when you look back on it 20 years from now and you look back in those two seasons where he averaged triple-double back-to-back, that's going to look crazy. So I think he fooled us all that first year without Durant because, like, oh, he's by himself. Like, yeah. like he has to do it, even though he had— he He's had, got PG and Adams right now. <laughs> even though he had, he had Oladipo and Adams that year. Yeah, and then you look at what Oladipo did yeah. right after that, after he left. Um, I, 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 again, overreaction Sunday, I don't want to— you know, jump to conclusions, but you know the, the Thunder haven't won a game yet, correct? They're zero and five. I believe so. Could they miss the playoffs? I mean, they really—they almost Again, missed them last o- year. Overreaction Sunday. Sorry, but like, weren't they only like three games out from missing it last year? Because I mean, the it was West, so w- close the West was over so, there in the West. The, yeah, the, the West, West was, was so, so close last yeah. year. Um, it, it did come down to, it, it did come down to the last three games. I remember they played the Heat. And two other teams. They had, and no, the Heat gamers went. Uh, I just West. remember because I was rooting for them to miss it out, miss out. Oh god, maybe that's it too. Because the Thunder fooled me so hard last year. Uh, You're still just. Re- I think you hold animosity towards Russ just because you believe so much in him, and um, so much of what that team was going to do last year. Yeah, and it. it oh, the happen. guy who averaged triple double. You're giving him Paul George and Melo. Sure, bet. 100%. You're giving him Paul George. And Paul George is a top 12 <laughs> player in the league. No, no. I, th- I think you should just say you're giving him Paul George. And Melo. <laughs> you don't, don't got to add in the Melo. You gave him Paul George. Um, yeah. And, and, look, and look, last year against the Jazz, that elimination game, game five. First of all, no. The game before, game four, he decides to have this personal vendetta with Ricky Rubio and picks him up full court and gets three fouls in the first quarter. That's smart. That's, again, like what you're talking about, like his mentality and yeah. stuff like that. So he thinks like, – so he didn't, he didn't want – to lose the personal battle with Ricky Rubio. That's 100% with what that Ricky was. Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio made him look like a fool in game two because he had like five three-pointers that game, something Ricky Rubio's never done. And he decides, you know what? I'm going to pick him up 82 feet. Ricky Rubio took him out of the game. Yeah, Ricky Rubio was like, all right, bet, pick me up. You're going to get fouled yeah, like, out. Like, go ahead. Like, I know that was like a fluke that I was going to so, do that last so game. I'm not doing that again. That, go and, and, that, and then game five, he shot 40 times and he shot 16 three-pointers. I don't know if you know this. Russell Westbrook, I think his three-point percentage is the worst in the league. He's not good at shooting three-pointers. Like, out of, like, the required amount of yeah, shots yeah. you have to take. I know he's not good from three-point land, but he'll pull them up. And you know what? He'll keep on pulling. And I'm also worried because Russell Westbrook is 30 years old. Not a lot of people know that. I didn't know that. He's 30 years old. Like 30 flat? 30 flat. Not, oh, he's 28, 29. He's about to get 30. He's 30 years old. He's 30 years old. 
He's only two years younger than Rajon Rondo. Yeah. What, dude, Westbrook's been in the league for a while. I think his first year is in the transition from the Sounders to the Thunder. I don't think he ever put on a, a, a Sonics jersey. Sorry, not Sounders. <laughs> Shout out to that's, Sounders. Uh, that's wild, actually. That kind of so, threw me through a loop. The I don't window, even know what to do now. You know, I said this two years ago. I said Westbrook would never win a championship, and the window for him to win a championship is slowly closing. It's gone. Do you think it's I, gone? I could I'm, say it's, yeah. You know, I'm closing it. You could yeah, say it's, it's gone, gone because he has the super max and that he's basically locked in for a lifetime in OKC and and I don't know how they kept Paul George in free agency, but it's not the biggest free agency market, so I don't think they're gonna. I mean, they could prove me wrong and make a bunch of free agent signings that that you know could propel them or stuff, and, or you know, let's say the Warriors fall apart and the Lakers don't pan out to what they what they uh, mm-hmm. we think they will be, which I don't think, which I think they will. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. I yeah the Thunder Westbrook's never winning a championship. Yeah, no, I'm ready to close that. The window's closed. It's over. Um, Sorry, Russ. So I, I wanted to bring this up about the, the different mentalities and personality traits in in superstars because James Harden really impressed me a week ago. Um, doesn't it seem ages ago the scuffle with Lakers uh, Rockets? Yeah, this does seem long ago, but we have, I have to discuss now it. Seen, yeah. I have now seen. I don't even want to talk about the fights. I'm way past. It. I really don't care. I want to talk about it for a little bit. No, yeah. no, no, but let me get this out of the way. Over the past six months, there have been two occasion, occasions where James Harden could have snapped, lost mm-hmm. his temper, and started a fight or whatever. The first one was game one of the Western Conference Finals. Game one, literally the first play, I think he makes a layup or Draymond makes a layup. Yeah. And Draymond just, like, shoves the ball in his face and pushes him. And, and then James Harden kind of looked at him like, what? Draymond being Draymond, yeah. Ingram comes up to Harden, pushes him for no reason, and Harden doesn't retaliate. James Harden is level-headed. He that is, is the, level-headed. That, that, there are two occasions where, let's say, Rondo is in that situation. Or uh, Have you ever seen Westbrook scrap? I don't think so. Nah. Exactly. Or, Which you could pose the question, is Russ really about it? I I, I, wouldn't, I definitely don't want to test him. That's what you're asking me. He hasn't proven himself. But yeah, go ahead. So yeah, James Harden, level-headed, doesn't get in the scuffle. He's, he has the awareness, the self-awareness to not get involved in those things. And when you have a, when you when the point guard position in the NBA is so important because you have the ball a lot and you want to have a person who has the mental capability to relax in high pressure situations and make the right play, that's who you want. It's James Harden. Yeah, he doesn't lose his temper. Uh, I think he did improve a lot of his game. I remember when he first joined the Rockets, a lot of people made fun of him for his defense, and and I think two years ago he really made an improvement in his game with passing. Mm-hmm. And his shot is just so wet, and he still has the be- the second best handles in the league after yeah. Kyrie. I think his improvement off passing is definitely a way to look at that as well, because so, that wh- really has helped out the team as a whole, and that's why they've become such a good three point shooting team, is because of his way to dish it out. Yeah. So, shout out James Harden. I don't think anyone else noticed this. I did, and I remember there there was always a debate who's better Harden Westbrook. Well, what about the guy in the uh the other guy in his team, CP3? Are you going to discuss his awful mentality and how he's an awful teammate? Um, I don't know enough about his history to I him. just thought it was funny that after him and Rondo got into the fight, people were coming out or Rondo oh. came out and said he's an awful teammate, yeah, people and who don't like him. Yeah, supported him, Big Baby. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Big Baby had a spotless Mover career. of weight, Glenn Davis. Big Baby Glenn Davis. Yeah, Big Baby was really level-headed in his That big-time kingpin. Yeah, I believe the guy who cried on the bench. Um, Don't disrespect Glenn Davis. That's like one of my favorite players of all time. So, as I said, I think the debate's over. I think we all know James Harden's a better basketball player. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't even know if there'd even be a debate. No, there was a... Okay, no, no, no. I think there's a different debate, again, over, like, stats and, like, who you would take if you're, like, creating a team right now. <coughs> That's what it comes down to. Russ would drop down the board if you were creating a team right now and you said, I'm going to go win the chip. Um, let's, do, let's do a little fun game. Let's go ahead. I'm going to give you 10 players. Uh-huh. You tell me who would you rather start a franchise with. That player mm-hmm. or Russell Westbrook? All right, I'm ready to go. There are some obvious ones. LeBron. LeBron. Kevin Durant. KD. Steph. Steph. Anthony Davis. Please, please. Anthony Davis. Okay. Giannis. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But I will say I'm not taking into account future. I'm literally looking like right now, no, no, this no, no. year. Talk- That's no, what I'm no, saying. No, 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 yeah. Because no, no, no. like saying- Anthony Davis would be way easier just off the fact that he has way more no, years no, on his saying- career. I'm saying like this year you're draft. trying to watch. No, yeah. I'm saying out of the draft. Who would you rather have to start a franchise? No, I'm just saying like this year, right now, you're creating oh, a team. That's come what I'm saying. On. That makes it less fun. I'm talking about the future. Uh, Giannis. Giannis. Uh, CP3. CP3. Uh, let me let me keep going. Because I mean, you put Russ on the Rockets right now, where CP3 is, they wouldn't be as good. Exactly. Uh, Joel Embiid. You think they would? Wait, what was what'd you say? You replace CP3 with Russ. Oh, they on the Rockets. They don't work as well as they. So after everything you just said about Russ, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, agree- no I'm sorry, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying CP3 is better for the Rockets than Westbrook. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying the other thing, which it sounds good on paper, Westbrook and Harden, but probably yeah, wouldn't work. That's a beautiful thing on paper. It'll work in 2K, but I don't think that would work Joel in Embiid. actuality. Joel Embiid. Jimmy Butler. Russ. Yeah, Russ. Yeah. Again, another toxic human being. Um, he still hasn't gotten traded yet. Wait, this is perfect transition because those are the top ten players in the league, uh-huh. um, at, according to Sports Illustrated. So, nine out of the top ten players, yeah, we would rather have over West Westbrook. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Jimmy Butler. The Rockets uh, recently uh, offered the Timberwolves, according to Woj, uh, four first round picks for Jimmy Butler. Wait, which, do you understand the which science spans, behind that which trade? Which spans over seven years because you can't have back-to-back years of first-round picks. That's what I was asking. I didn't um, even understand how that was possible. Talk about putting all the cards on the table. Talk about going all in on on black. <laughs> I um, I, I love it. I don't Sorry, even know what to say it. about it. What yeah, are you gonna I do? just because okay because the thing is like okay. So what what happens if they don't make the trade? They're not winning the championship this year. Me and you both know that. Yeah. What are you going to wait for? CP3 is going to get more injury prone as he ages. Harden, what, is he 28, 29? He's not going to – he's at his peak, I would say, right now. There's a possibility he could get better, but right now it's close to the best he'll ever be. They did lose Arita, Ariza and Bamute, and that's uh, a main big reason why uh, we don't have him in the Western Conference Finals again like last year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely go all in. There are, okay, yeah, yeah, this I is get, probably their time to go all in, just, if any. James Harden, Chris Paul, Jimmy Butler, P.J. Tucker, Clint Capella. That could that can compete with the Warriors. Melo coming off the bench to run a second unit. But does Jimmy Butler improve them defensively? Jimmy Butler's a great defender. I get it. He's uh he's not a traditional well, how do I say this? Jimmy Butler's kind of a two thousand nine shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Very Kobe esque. He likes his mid range. He's a decent three point shooter and he's a good slasher. Um but I'm sorry, you put them with James Harden and Chris Paul. For James Harden and Chris Paul worked out fantastically. Two great basketball minds Perfectly. together. And when there was worries about them being both ball dominant, how would they would coincide? They're doing it just fine. Give them a shooting a all star shooting guard in Jimmy Butler who's been an, who was an all star in the West last year, hundred percent. 
they definitely have a shot against the Warriors. Better than the Cavs. They're, I'm sorry, excuse me, the Lakers. They're already better than the Lakers with that. Yeah, I mean, so what are you, what are right you now. gonna wait for? There are certain times when you look at a franchise that you have to go all in, and if they can get um, a trade for Jimmy Butler, absolutely give up the whole farm. Okay, because what are those first round picks gonna be worth? They're gonna be a good team. No, like, I do agree with that, and especially like even if those first round picks are probably gonna be later in the round and everything, so they won't have as big of an effect. Now I that's, did see. Hold on, that. Although those picks, I guess, would be offered in the trade, Eric Gordon is a must if the Timberwolves are going to be trading Jimmy Butler. So, so the, Eric Gordon's going to have first, to go over there the too. First, the first uh, four rounds, and then, and then Eric Gordon. I guess I don't even know how that's possible. Oh, I didn't even know that was still, like allowed. Still give him that. I mean, I'm down. Because if, if you think Gordon. about it, you're, would you rather have Jimmy Butler, or Eric Gordon? Because those picks are. Borderline worthless. I'd rather anyone but Eric Gordon, that snitch. snitch. I mean, come on. Why would I want that man on my team? So, if I'm the Rockets, you got you to gotta do it. You got to do it. Especially after that heart, the heartbreaking way they got bounced last year. Just do it. I will say it's just scary to hear. Like, for four first-round picks, that, like, I, I, like, flinched when I first heard that. I was like, what do you mean? Four first-round picks? Yeah, that's... Uh, that's wild. Um... I think, yeah, maybe that seventh year after everything's done and dusted, that, that pick might be worth something, but you, you play to win championships. You don't care about the future. If you can win yeah. a championship. And it's then, definitely, again, playing into the fact that windows of opportunity for teams to win championships close very quick. Very and quick. it happens way too often that teams just don't jump on their opportunity. If, and then if, they're if stuck they for the next 20 make, years with no chance. If they don't make this move, their window's closed. Yeah. There's, there's no way. Um, Jimmy Butler, just get him on the team, please. Nah, just, just I don't want Jimmy Butler to leave just because I want him to stay the whole entire season on the Timberwolves. Because uh, I, I love that tox, toxicity dude, there's, over there's there. There's something going on over there. You see that video of Towns getting asked to be taken out after he airballed the three? Wait, like he asked Towns to get taken out? airballed the three, looked at Tibbs, and said, take me out. Something's going on there, man. Well, his confidence is completely no, no, shot. It, it's, Jimmy it's, Butler slept with a, his girlfriend, then destroyed him with the scrubs from their we, team in his we, first do practice we, do back. Do we know that he slept with his girlfriend? Jimmy Butler allegedly slept with his girlfriend. According to who? TMZ? I'm speaking it as facts. Oh, God. There's no other explanation between the, uh, uh, the G- correlation. Cat, Jimmy Butler thinks Cat's soft. And asking to get subbed out, it's a pretty soft move, if you ask me. I mean, and he's just playing awful. I don't. It just looks like Carl Anthony Towns has been destroyed as a human being. So that's why I believe it. I believe I believe this happened just off of watching the way that Carl Anthony Towns played. He looks like he was eviscerated, eviscerated by Jimmy Butler his whole entire life. Oh, what is he? All Carl Anthony has Towns left in his life is Fortnite. That's all he's got now. Fortnite. <laughs> And even that's going downhill. And Andrew Wiggins, jeez, yeah, I'm, I'm not. He lost Fortnite his girlfriend. Anymore. He lost his his basketball skills. Fortnite is losing its popularity. What does Cat have? Minnesota. Nothing. And he's living in Minnesota. God. I mean, there's nothing. Oh, wow! I love the NBA. Storylines are better than anything. Oh, oh, uh, quick aside because we were talking about this last night. I would like to make another change to my most improved player of the year. Because Which I, I will second as well. Because I cannot believe we missed this. At first I said Markel Fultz, and then I said 
I, I don't know. Then I just kind of slept on it. I didn't really have one. Most improved player, Josh Hart. And I'd put that one set in stone. I'd say it's it's a lock. It's, it's six it's games in. Yeah, no, that's, six games in. <laughs> key, I don't care. Lock of the year. I don't care what happens the rest seventy six games. Josh Hart's winning most improved player of the year. Yeah, I mean he's getting a decent amount of playing time too. He's gonna be he's the starting shooting guard now. Yeah. So okay, let's Which talk. He should be. I mean, what are you? Are you really gonna start <laughs> KCP over him? Yeah. So let's the let's felon KCP. No. Let's let's talk about the Lakers. Uh, I kind of decided that we should uh, we should just do like a weekly Lakers segment because there's Naturally. always there's always gonna be something coming out of that camp. Yeah. Um, and I think this week it's gonna be the emergence of Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball actually looks like a player who was drafted second in the draft. Naturally, because he's an extremely talented and, and I'm individual. Sorry, if you're one of these people. That were rooting against him because of his father. I don't don't talk to me. Square up. I'm so, telling you, I don't, just send me your Addy and I'll meet up with I don't him agree, right now. I don't agree with Lavar. I thought he was an idiot. I didn't like what he was doing with his kids. But me and you Watch last where year. You're stepping. Me and okay, tell you to okay, tread yeah. carefully. Yes, and time. I know Lavar's in our intro, so I have to respect him. But me and you watched a lot of Alonzo last year. A lot. Like fifty games. Yeah. It is not hard to see that, that kid has talent. I you're simply being a hater if you say otherwise. It's just listen, as simple I, as listen, that. I get it. I get it. Because and that's my bias him. aside. Like I really just think he's bias extremely aside. talented. And there are times. There are times when okay, I'll talk about his game. Worst part about his game is not his shooting. It's sometimes he flows in and out of being aggressive. Yeah. And and I think his his aggressiveness is directly correlated with how he's playing in that moment. Which kind of bothered me. Like, he'll hit a three, and then all of a sudden, he's playing way more aggressive. You have to be aggressive at all times. You can't just... Because then that's... You can question his confidence at that point. It's like he needs to hit a couple of shots to really get going. You should be the same player at all times. And, okay, yeah. Great passing, great court vision, great IQ. Not only that, and he's a great defender. He's 6'7". He's lanky. He has long arms. He has a good wingspan. Extremely underrated defender. Did you see him pick up Jamal Murray full court? Yeah. And that, that was that was payback for last year. Yeah, Jamal Murray, you better Loved watch it. how you talking, big blood. So out of here, Lonzo Ball. I, um, do you think he's done enough in these uh, short amount of games to earn the starting position from Rondo? I really don't think it's even close, honestly. Again, that's bias included. I think that, but still, I mean, I just did United just score. Uh, quick aside, Pog Pogba just scored off the rebound of a penalty. Pog boom. Pog boom. No. He, Marshall with the earn the penalty, Pogba missed, got the rebound. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, so um, Lonzo, I think he just really, he improves the team immensely being on the court, both because of his defensive skills, the way he spreads the court. Him and LeBron kind of play well together. Yeah, there's they a look, reason LeBron they likes like, him. They there's look, a reason LeBron likes him. They got, like, really good chemistry together. And just his basketball IQ, the way he pushes the floor, and just his vision is insane to me. Yes. And again, you should also, they also have to be looking towards the future. Like, Rondo isn't their future. He's 32 so years even, old, huh? even if you were to say they're similar players on the court right now, you should be playing oh, Lonzo Lon- more because you want to develop him. And you know what? That, start, that shot's starting to drop. That, start is, that shot is really starting to go. I mean, step back? His, his step back is starting to become a staple of his. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, we're going to be start talking about that Lonzo step back in a couple of years, and it's going to be up there with. With some of the some of the buttes. Like the Kobe fadeaway. Yeah, I was trying to think of yeah, the Kobe, Kobe fadeaway. Dirk's uh one footed yeah. fadeaway. Like I mean, it's gonna be a signature all, move, you know. They're all one in the same. Um God that the, he 
how how well he's he'd step back what three feet on that one shot that was me his long got, legs yeah, he's, he gets back he so has, far he got the touch passes this is it's, it's showtime um another aspect is javel mcgee is good at basketball javel and this is something i've been saying for a couple of years now i'm a huge javel guy i think he played his role exceptionally with the golden state warriors now he's come over to the lakers and He's averaging like the third most points on the starting lineup. Not even that. Second, like, honestly. He's just been so efficient, and he just uses his shots and well. Defensively. Yeah, defensively, he's played so well. They need him in there because they get attacked at the rim when he's not in there. He... Who's their backup center? Mo Wagner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I hope no, that. No, wait, wait, wait. Not even Mo Wagner. He's hurt right now. Zubak. Oh, Zubak. <laughs> even worse. Can you believe the Lakers got. Lonzo, Kuzma, and Josh Hart in the same draft. Unbelievable. That's not fair. Talk about that is not talk fair. about hitting your best. That is the We've seen we've seen That is the fattest lick seen I've ever seen. So many teams with consecutive first round draft picks with the Sixers and the Celtics. The Sixers what they Julio Loca for right as of now, I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, label them as a buster already, Markel Foltz. Yeah. Who else? They they had one more notable notable bust. They had um didn't they draft Michael Carter Williams? Nerlens Noel. Nerlens Noel. I think Michael Carter Williams was a high draft pick for them. Either that or they had picked him up. And Embiid for, so for like the first two years was now Michael dormant. Carter Williams might have went to the Hornets. Um, yeah. Uh, the Celtics don't haven't they had bad draft uh, selections? Minus Jason Tatum. Minus Jason Tatum. Uh, I mean, yeah, the sure. Phoenix- but it's hard to look past Tatum right now because that was clutch. What are you talking about? Hmm? I'm saying like that Tatum pick was so nice for them. It's hard to look at. Like I'm not gonna say they're awful in the draft and they picked up Tatum there. Um, what were you trying to say? I was the trying. Celtics to, I'm nervous. Not the Celt- not the Celtics. But I'm trying to think of teams that have made awful draft decisions. It's hard. It, and if you don't have a top ten pick, I get it. It's really hard to find talent. In it's the draft. much more difficult. But I mean, but like Donovan getting, Mitchell was like 15 or 12. Yeah, like, but grabbing. Josh Hart and Kyle Kuzma in the same draft late in the draft. Was Kuzma, Kuzma was a late first round. Yeah, he was 27, he, I believe. Yeah, he was 27. I'll look this up right now. And Josh Hart was definitely a second rounder. Yes. But where did Josh Hart come from? Nova. Really? Yeah. He won a chip there. Oh, wow. Um, but Josh Hart, I think he's finally cemented himself. Could, could they? I think those three might just be cemented in the starting lineup before the end of the month. Yeah, the, before the end of next month, November. Yeah. I, I don't think maybe before the end of this month. It might just be going into November. That's what's going to happen. Oh, no, they, they, were all, they, they, they were all first-round picks. They, uh, Hart was the last pick of the first round, which okay. still, yeah. Either way, that's ridiculous. Yeah, they talk about, wow. Can we talk about Rondo blowing the game last night? Uh, No. <laughs> Is there a reason we cannot talk about it? I mean, I kind of watched the play. I didn't get it. What do you do? Okay. LeBron gets the ball with the bat. What's the score, first of all? Their Lakers are down by three. Okay. LeBron gets the ball, passes it into Rondo as he's cutting into the basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're down by three, but still. There's about 12 seconds left when Rondo gets the ball. He has a wide-open layup. No one within 10 feet of him. It's an easy two points. He missed. He, he didn't miss. He freezes. His brain, He might have a concussion. I think Chris Paul <laughs> might have ended up winning that fight. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he has a concussion. Because all of a sudden, I don't know what just happens. He starts shuffling his feet, and he dribbles the ball out. What? He dribbled, he dribbled the ball out. He, like, and I'm talking like he was all over the place. Like he was tripping over his own feet as he dribbles out the three-point line, throws it over LeBron. LeBron just has to chuck up a three. Oh, my God. 
I get it. I know why he did it. It was because he was like, oh, well, we need a three-pointer to tie the game up. But you grab the two points. There was I, – I think he had the ball with about 12 seconds. Oh, so say get, by the, the time by the yeah, time the you foul them, they take their free throws. You're getting the ball back with ten seconds left, and there's a chance that they might miss one of those free throws. So it, in, in <laughs> it his makes mind, absolutely in, no sense. It's his, it's his mind. Do we take the quick two foul and get the chance and have a yeah, chance which, of them missing one, which is understand, which I would have done, um, but also I'm not in the NBA, uh, or just try to get the three now. But like, and I'm talking, and I get that from a certain aspect. But when you are, I mean, he was under the basket, no one around him. Like, you have the two points. Like, they're there. You have to grab them. That's more of an argument if you should go for it right away. Like, you're actually actively trying to go for it. It was more just they didn't throw anyone in the paint, so he cut in, and they were like, "Word, we'll just grab those points." It was, the points were there. They were basically on the board, and he just took them off. Made absolutely no sense. Couldn't be my starting point guard. That's all that I'm saying. All right, last thing about the NBA before we go to break. Uh, and I don't think I told you I wanted to talk about this, but the Dallas Mavericks played the Atlanta Hawks earlier this week, and while it doesn't seem like a notable matchup, it was. Definitely doesn't. It was Luka Doncic versus Trey Young. And as you know, the both the, they were traded um, on draft day. So mm-hmm. Luka was supposed to go to the Hawks, Trey Young was the Mavs, and then they switched uh, draft picks. Um, Trey Young did drop 35 a couple nights ago. Uh, which is something we said he would do, mm-hmm. that yeah. he would drop 30 and then he would have some off nights. But, man, I'm looking at Luka Doncic. I, I can't believe the Hawks traded him away. I can't believe it. Like, it's I get it. Trey Young has, has a higher roof. He definitely— He I has mean, a higher ceiling. He has a higher ceiling, The but, only but reason Luka Doncic has a higher floor. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. But I guess it's more of a thing of the Hawks were like, I mean— Hawks are that bad and everything, and they don't have a great team ahead of them, and it's going to be a little while before they're really good. So they said, why don't we just go big hit or miss on Trey Young? Because, I mean, if Trey Young pans out, he could be a complete franchise changer in and of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, let me throw out some numbers for you. So right now in the six game, he's, six game, five games he's played, he's dropped 14, 20, 35, 17, 13. So there's a lot of variation there. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of consistency. Yeah. Uh, last game, he went 0 for 6 from 3, which is something you don't want to see. Nope, that's not from, exactly great. From the player who's supposed to be the next Steph Curry. <laughs> Against the Mavs, he only attempted three three-pointers, which is odd. The, the game he dropped 35, he went 6 of 14 from 3, which is amazing. 42, 43%. Yeah. So I mean, I will say he doesn't seem timid at all. Do I mean, you he's think, going out there and just playing his game. Do you think – I mean, I, I think this is obvious. I think the volume of three-point shots he gets determines how well he plays. He yeah, had 100%. three in one game? Come on, man. <laughs> Centers, that's center moves uh, numbers now. And again, like, you're playing for the Hawks. You have the freedom to just go out there and just do what you want. Yeah, to. You you're, don't allowed, gotta, you're allowed to fail this, this like, year. No you know? one cares. Like, I they think want it's a, you to go out there I think and play your game. it's important, you know, unless you're Jason Tatum on the Celtics, for a rookie, you know, just to enter a situation where there's no – pressure and winning and just to develop your game they are not in a win so if you if you want to go 0 for 10 from three i'm totally cool with it you're chucking up 10 threes i don't mind go for it just don't take three no you're supposed to be a three-point shooter i want you to get the volume in uh but so yeah luka Doncic, still rookie of the year i think he's and i think right now he should be the leading candidate i think just because he's so well developed and he has all the experience from over in the euro league i will say he's kind of chubby he's thick (laughs) 
He's thick. Slim thick. He's six eight now. Yeah, he's tall. He's a, okay. Which even makes it crazier because I was like, I mean, he's tall, but he's still looking a little chubby. Um, I think the Hawks slow too. The Hawks won that game versus the Mavs, but I do believe Luca had a better had better numbers that game. He did. He uh, put up twenty one points Ooh. and he had nine rebounds too. Ooh, so it's impressive. Rebounding guard, love it. Would you say? Did you see uh, Trey Young in that game when he got fouled and? I don't even know who it was on the Mavericks. I don't know. For some reason, they were going back and forth at it. It might have been Wesley Matthews. I have no idea. Uh, he fouled him, and they were jawing at each other. And then after he hits the free throw, uh, he goes over and daps him up afterwards. Like, he walked back over to Wesley Matthews Soft. and daps him up. Soft. Don't, don't want that point guard mentality. On my no, team. no, no. It, was like, it wasn't like, oh, yo, like, good looks. It was like he was, like. He was staring him down. Yeah, kind of. I mean, Wesley Matthews didn't even dap him up. Like, he just stood there, like, stone cold. Okay. That's kind of, what I'm saying. Kind of a baller move. Yeah. But uh That was down with so, it. So you know, you see, yeah, okay, he's 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 thicker, Luka Doncic. He definitely doesn't have the the typical point guard body. Yeah. He he has more of a of a stretch three body. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm telling you, man, he can get that separation. He's swifty. He that yeah. He's he, and he's got the shot. He has that European vision. I love it. Absolutely love it. He just he looks like a European player. Dude, he won plays. like all. And those I don't awards. watch much European play school, but I feel like he I can see it. He won all those awards at nineteen, man. Yeah, it's very slept on. Like I, I get it. There's a huge difference between the NBA and the Euroleague, but the Euroleague has a lot of good players. The Euroleague has a decent amount of good players, and he was still doing it at that age. So oh. it's a little. Ri- it was a little ridiculous. Who was the number as one pick? DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre. Oh. He's been playing well. I watched him play the other night. Not he rookie of the year. Well. Lakers. No. Not rookie of the year, well, bud. Sorry. Sorry, dude. All right, well, that's it for the NBA. We're about to go to break. Uh, after that, we have some NFL talk. Uh, do you want to talk about the World Series? I mean, we could talk a little bit about it. I mean, the Red Sox are going to end up winning it at this point. Then, so, you know, I, mean, I don't want to get – There isn't as much I don't want. I don't want to give Boston fans a satisfaction. That's my main issue. So, after that, we'll talk some NFL, it. talk some uh, trades that have been made the past couple weeks, and our lock of the week, as always, at the end of the show. Brandon, what you got playing for us? Well, I'm going to try and find some Shy Glizzy, but I don't know if there's going to be a clean version out there, so it might take a minute. I'm undefeated, never lost. Six buzz. Six buzz. You're a buck team, IG. Welcome back to Six Man Radio. I'm your host, David Sanchez. With me is Brandon. Ja boy. Well, why was that a question? I don't know. It just kind of came out. Like, your name's Brandon, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, uh, I know I said this earlier in the show, but I, I, I thought I felt nice on this Sunday because of the weather, but it's really because the Dolphins aren't losing today. Yeah, no, it's simple. I'm stress free. That's I can say it so many times. I just, it's nice to just be able to enjoy a Sunday feels without like my blood pressure rapidly rising. Feels like yesterday we were three and zero. Do we have to talk about it? Nah. Can we talk about other things? Nah, nah, nah. We'll talk about Since it's going to be a stress-free Sunday. Um, kind of a slow news day, news week so far in the NFL. I think the biggest story is Amari Cooper to the Cowboys in return for a first-round pick. Uh, what are your thoughts a on a wild move. Uh, first-round pick is a little too much for Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Is it? I believe so. Now, if the Steelers gave up a first-round pick, I would, I would understand where you're coming from because that's absurdly high for a team that already has an, an elite offense. But it's all based on needs, and the Cowboys' need is wide receiver. I just think a first-round pick for the guy with the highest drop rate in the NFL last season is a little steep. That's I, all I'm looking at. I do think 
I mean, his first two years in the league, he had 72 receptions, 83 receptions, respectfully. Uh, respectively. He's just, respectively. he's been, yeah, respected. respectively. Respectful. Whatever it is. He's been regressing. That's all that it is. Over 1,000 yards in, in both his first two years, six touchdowns and five touchdowns. Um, he did have a, a spike in touchdowns last year, but he only he had 680 yards receiving, which is not elite. Which is not um, good at all. I will give him the benefit of the doubt because he is playing for a dumpster fire of an organization who gave John Gruden a 10-year contract for $100 million. Waste, man. Um, I have no problem with the move. Absolutely no problem. You, you you see an opportunity you have to go for it. I think the Cowboys. I think they can look at themselves and say that they could. They are the leading candidate for NFC East. Yeah. Uh. Again, I don't believe in the Redskins. The Eagles are having kind of like a Super Bowl hangover. I get Wentz is coming back. They just beat the Jags in London, so that's. Did terrible. they end up winning? Yeah. Um. And the Giants. <laughs> Giants. The Giants, yeah. We don't got to say much about oh, them. They're uh, uh, not in so, contention over there. So this is kind of like on a much smaller scale, kind of like the Rockets going for Jimmy Butler. You got to go for Amari Cooper. I mean, come on. If you create one, you need a wide receiver. Two, this can help you find out who Dak is. Yeah, because he has less reason to complain. Yeah. I guess, unless Amari Cooper starts dropping the ball at the rate in which he does, and then Dak can be like, well... You gave me someone who can't catch the ball. Well, I think the Don't most, give me a wide receiver who can't catch it. The most make important any sense. thing about Amari Cooper going to the Cowboys is even if he's dropping it, you can see that how well Dak's getting him the ball. True. Yeah. Because Dak's on a contract year, and yet, and because he was a fourth round pick, is can his numbers are like is he is he eligible for a smaller contract because he was in the fourth round? Um. Wait, who was in the fourth round? Oh, I so I got lost and thought you said Amari, and I was like, uh, Amari didn't go in the fourth round. He was a first um, pick. Yeah, I think that somewhat affects it, depending on where you were drafted and stuff. Like um, that. I I I have no problem with the move. First round, I don't care. I mean, he, Amari Cooper was. A first I don't necessarily pick. hate the move. I just think giving up a first round pick for Amari Cooper is steep. But like, what's? Right, Especially well, in comparison to other NFL trades, where usually you don't have to give up much. Yeah, like how I the mean, Brandon Marshall got a fifth round pick for <laughs> JHI. Yeah. yeah, or Brandon Marshall for a sixth round pick when they sent him over to Denver. Or then when Brandon Marshall then went over to the Jets and they gave up like a fifth round pick. But Amari Cooper's only 24 years old. He has like five years of, if he's a good receiver of his best. I, I agree with you. I just, I just still think a first round. Pick and it's better. And excuse me, it's way better than what the Dolphins were going to offer him. We, you know, we were shopping around Devontae Parker to, to them. You know. Yeah, that. I know. And Devontae Parker, me and you both know, Which it stinks. can't it stay just, off the IR. Yeah, Devontae Parker, when he's healthy, is a is really good, good football player. He played well this week, but I mean, he's never healthy. Um, is that? I feel like there was another trade that we, in the NFL that we have to talk about. The Giants are giving away everybody. Eli. Oh Apple. yeah, they already Eli Apple and okay. snacks. Snacks. They talk about a complete 180. It's just, it's over, yeah. They, they, <laughs> They're done at you. God, I bet you regret drafting Barkley now. I still don't think Okay, I did. wanted to say this last show, but I forgot. And I, I really hate talking about the Giants again because I feel like this is the third show in a row that we we might lead with them. Yeah, we continue the to yell about the fact and that they shouldn't. I really don't care get, about them. Yeah. But I was watching an Aaron Rodgers interview with Bill Simmons. And Bill Simmons asked him, would you rather have a minus B plus wide receivers and running backs and D plus O linemen, or 
A plus O linemen and then like D plus wide receivers and running backs. You know what Aaron Rodgers said? Yeah. What I would rather, I would rather have the A plus O linemen. He says if you give me a good enough O line, no no safety no corner can cover a wide receiver for that long. You'll get open. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You'll get open. There's never been a better example of what Aaron Rodgers said. If you look at the Giants, A plus wide receiver in Odell, A plus running back in Saquon, bad O line. Yeah. Bad quarterback. Just it's all about the core. Get get your quarterback. Get your left tackle, and then just then build around. Like who cares? I'm, you're not gonna build a team around Odell. Why are you giving him that contract? Let him walk for all I care. Yeah, he's transcendent talent, and with a good quarterback, he'll probably be the best wide receiver of all time because he's so quick. His hands are ridiculous. And he but he's is, playing with Eli. But he's playing with Eli, and he's playing with Eli with no time in the pocket. Yeah. And I, and you could say, okay, yeah, they paid Nate Solder all that money, and he, he didn't pan out. You don't pay Odell that money. I mean, but they did put in the effort. Like you said, they went and got Nate Solder. Like, they, they tried. They knew what they were going for there. It just it didn't really piece together too well. Uh, they were going into the season with Eric Flowers starting on their line, though. So that was a poor decision as a whole, which I think people should be fired over that. Eric Flowers? Eric Flowers. What did Eli? I say? No, I think I said Eric Flowers. If I said Eli, I meant Eric. Uh, yeah. Either way. Yeah, Giants are a mess. Cowboys, they they saw an opportunity to Mari Cooper, and they just went for it, and I respect it. You know, Zeke, we we know how running backs prime works in the NFL. Zeke's not gonna be the same running back he will, he is now in three years because of the wear and tear on his body. So you 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 really want to maximize his prime as much, and if you add a passing game, free up the box like. Uh, when they played the Redskins last week, I heard. I didn't watch the game because mm-hmm. I was busy. The Redskins had 10 men in the box. Yeah. They're like, all right, yeah, <laughs> throw it, Dak. Who are you going to throw it to? Cole Beasley? Cole Beasley's pretty good. Oh, stop. He's not a number one target. <laughs> Get out of here. No, he doesn't have a number He's one target. He's fourth at best. To, to, yeah, to any degree, he doesn't have a number one target. I mean, so we'll see how Mari does. No, I mean, Cowboys will never have success until they find Jason, fire Jason Garrett, but... Kudos to them. I respect being aggressive. Again, you said the championship window opens and closes very quickly. Yeah, very. I mean, you know, the first year uh, with Dak when they went thirteen and three, I think a lot of people. I, I it wasn't absurd to put them in the Super Bowl. Like, no, not at all. No, because no. that game against the Packers, they lost in the playoffs. Was know, a very before, winnable game. You know, before Aaron Rodgers, they should have won that before game. Before Aaron Rodgers had that throw down yeah. the sideline on on this weaker side, they literally. Sacked him on his blind side, and they hacked his arm with the ball. And Aaron Rodgers held on. Freak. That that's a fumble in a recovery. That's For a field goal. That's the yeah. game. Uh, and then they would play the Falcons. That would have been a great matchup with, uh, with those two. And then, but, okay, yeah. So the first year it didn't work out because mm-hmm. with the Packers. Next yeah. year Zeke gets suspended. The O line's not what it was. Dak regresses. Dez regresses. Jason Witten regresses. Mm-hmm. So you're starting to think, oh, their championship window's closing. I wouldn't say, you know, making them getting Amari Cooper puts them as the favorite for the NFC, but it definitely make NFC if it, if it or NFC out, East. You're saying the NFC as a whole? NFC as a whole. Oh wow. I say I wouldn't say that. Okay, I hope not. But they do definitely make a big jump. They do. If make it a works jump. out. If it works out, obviously. If Cooper, you know, keeps dropping balls and doesn't get open and Dak is not the quarterback we think it is. Yeah. But okay, so if this doesn't work out, let's say they go nine and seven, miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Do you pay Dak? Uh, 
and a lot of it's context. I, it's hard not a to. Lot, a lot of it's hard. Con- I will say, if they don't make the playoffs this year, Jason Garrett needs to be fired, fully fired, like as far away from this team as possible. Because I, it's kind of crazy to me that he still has a job over there. How long has he been coaching there? It's a while now. And wasn't he an interim coach at first? Yeah, and then he worked as he's the king of finessing, and then he worked his way, and he's been the coach for a while now. I mean, they really haven't done much. I feel like he should just... I feel like last year should have been the year where they said, all right, we're going to move in a new direction. No, no, because Zeke was out most of the year, and, and they were still 9-7. and seven. They were still 9-7 and seven without the running back half the year, or most, or most of the year, so give them that. Uh, I wanted to move on, but... Hold on, before we move on, I'm going to need your uh, expert analysis. Would you go Chris Thompson against the Giants, Latavius Murray... Against the Saints. Tavius Murray. The Saints have a really good run defense. I'll just add that. Okay. Chris Thompson's a passing back. They'll probably beat. The, they'll probably be up on the. Giants. That's my only issue. Is yeah. The Chris Thompson. The, the, the Redskins are going to be up on the Giants after the first quarter, even though they're not favored. By the way. That's my. Huh. You know that the Redskins aren't favored against the Giants. Is there a reason why? I don't know why. Because I mean, you tell me don't start Chris <coughs> Thompson, and then you tell me that. Now I'm intrigued. No, no, now no. I want to play Chris Thompson. No, no, no. My head. Or my brain says that the Redskins are going to be up against the Giants, so they're going to be more reliant on the run game. And we know Chris Thompson's a passing back, uh, and I would say Latavius Murray is just a safer start. Latavius Murray is a good running back, and he's getting the touches that Dalvin Cook would be getting. Dalvin Cook wasn't out, and I know Latavius Murray had a big, uh, big game last week, and it's going to be a high-scoring game against the against the Saints. So that means they're going to be in the red zone a lot, and who's going to get the yeah? Ball? The reason I'm probably going to start Latavius is just because. I, I just he re- has the chance, as, even if he doesn't get the yards, he'll probably get a touchdown. I, I, I care more about the volume rather than the... Uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, Chris Thompson, again, he's coming off an injury, too. That's why it's difficult for me. I mean, I'm but, starting I mean, AP. <laughs> that's oh, yeah, that's probably why you're saying that, too. No, But he level. just gets so many... He had, there was one game early in the year, he had, like, 14 catches. That's yeah, 14 were, points without the yards yeah, right there. They were probably playing. They were probably playing behind. Yeah, they were. Exactly. <laughs> They're not going to be this way. And he hasn't even been consistent this year. Who, Thompson? Yeah. No, well, he's been hurt, that's why. Yeah, but even then... No, when he's been on the field, he's been very consistent, actually. Really? He's been, he's been huge for me. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, sorry, I just needed some quick expert advice. You can move on from that. Uh, Alright, let's just talk about our game of the week, which, if you give me a minute, I'll give it to you. I would say game of the week is Viking Saints, Sunday night. Is that the Sunday night game, too? Yeah. That's intriguing to me. I do think... Is it in New Orleans or Minnesota? It is in Minnesota. So then who do you like with that game? That changes everything. This is a big NFC matchup because I think these these two teams are fighting to be the second best team in the NFC behind the Rams. Yeah. So this is going to be a big matchup. This... Is going to be a big matchup for Kirk Cousins. Rematch of last year when the Vikings ended up beating them at the last second. That was I remember. People forget. Do you remember where you were when you saw that? I think it's one of the. I think it'll go down as one of those games where you remember where you were. Nah, it wasn't for me because I, rem- I can't remember. I remember I was sitting in my buddy. Well, I also have a great memory, but I remember I was sitting in my friend's room waiting for him to get home, and he had the game on in his room, and I was just kind of on my phone, and I thought it was over. Saints are going through it. And I just, yeah, I feel like that's why I don't it, remember because I was kind of like, oh, they're going to lose. It like. all unfolded above my eyes, and I had no reaction. 
Because when Diggs caught it and he turned, you're like, oh, bet. Get Again, out of, like, get you, out of bounds. you like, thought the game was going to be over before all of this happened. And then even when he catches the ball, you're like, all right, well, they're still not really going to be able to do anything. You don't think they're oh, going to the score on that second, play. He, the second he turned, I'm yeah. like, all right, get out of bounds. Yeah. And he keeps running, and you're just <laughs> anticipating someone to be there. And just no, no one was. There. That was it. That, uh, like, all right. So, big game for Kirk Cousins. We all know his record uh, against teams above 500. Uh, this would be a huge game to change his reputation. Uh, big NFC matchup, big implications to this game. Uh, you know, as far as uh, home field advantage in the future with record, who do you like in this game? It is in Minnesota. It is in a dome, so Drew Brees will be fine. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Never mind. Oh no, now you scared me. Uh, I'll go New Orleans then, because really? I thought they were playing outdoors in Minnesota, and if they're not, then yeah, I'll take Drewy. Dude, I don't know. I don't know who's gonna win this game, which I guess is good for the people listening. Because you yeah. probably, don't want, probably don't want to listen to me. I'm not going to give you my lock of week on this game. That's what I'll That's say that much. That's for sure. My lock of the week is not on this game. But, damn. It's a very even matchup. Great, Both great offenses, both great defenses, both great quarterbacks. Um, good running backs. Even you know, even though Tavis Murray's backup, he's still a great running. Good run, not he's great. killed in the past couple of weeks. Um, great, good wide receivers on both ends. This is, this is, can we call a tie? This is going to OT. I mean, there's been a decent amount of ties this year. It, you wouldn't be far off in, in predicting that. You'd have a good chance. I'll just give it a toss-up. I ain't no expert. I have no idea. I don't well, know who's going to win the I'm going Vikings purely because they're playing in Minnesota. And I'm going to go Saints just because they're playing in a dome. Even though it's not Drew's dome. It's a dome. So I'll give it to him. Interesting. All right. Uh, not much else to talk about. Packers are playing the Rams in L.A. Packers are plus nine, which is a lot of points to give Aaron Rodgers. Plus nine? That's wild. Out of a bye. <laughs> but Vegas wouldn't make it nine if they didn't have reason to. Vegas knows. Simple as that. Um, this Packers team is not good. This no. Rams team is very good. And it's Correct. In, very and, good. And it's in L.A. Um. God, if if the pa- if the Packers go out to Los Angeles and get rocked, they're not. Get- yeah, they're going to though. It's early season this, Packers. They do this too often. This is going to be the game where people write them off. They say they're not a contender this year. They got blown out by the Rams. It happens every year. This is this is the game. Rodgers might get hurt this game. Actually, this might be the game which puts sets him out for like three games. He comes back, leads them to the playoffs in the last game. Boom. I mean, it's very predictable at this point. And, and, you know, it's Sue and Darnold against Rodgers, and he's not mobile. I mean, he, he is mobile, but he, we know he's not 100% healthy. He's not 100% healthy at this point, yeah. Damn, this this uh, this could be uh, The Rams are going to blow them out. The, Gurley wow, may rush for— wow. Gurley, my bold prediction of the day, Gurley runs for 200 yards. <laughs> and and I, I mean that. How about you say 200 all-purpose yards? Gurley is going to rush for 200 Stop! yards. It's my bold prediction, Davey. Oh, what do you want from it? Right, I mean, possible, yes. Probable, no. I, I didn't say it was probable. I said it's my prediction. This is what I see. I mean, I'm starting Jared Goff. I'm looking into I'm my starting. crystal ball, and this is... Wait, don't, I, I you a, shouldn't. Take I have, him out. I have a fantasy He's not even going to throw the ball. I have a fantasy ball question for you. Give me it. Drew Brees versus Minnesota or Jared Goff versus the Packers? Jared Goff versus the, versus the Packers. The Packers' defense stinks. But my worry... As is every the, week, is that Gurley is going to get all the touches, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
like I'll, I'll give you that. That makes sense. I don't know. Curly yeah. can catch the ball out of the backfield too. Maybe yeah. I'll throw one to him. Yes, give him a little, give him a little screen. Nice little screen. Yeah. Just get on going. Uh, what's the Packers' record? Are they five hundred right now? They're floating right around there. Uh, this if they no, let me get back to my point. If they do come out and get absolutely melee rocked, not looking good for the future. Not looking good. No, I'll Especially never. Especially because you're in a division with the Vikings, who are and if they play well tonight, probably even worse for the Packers. I'd be wor- I'd be more worried about Minnesota playing well against the Saints than your own performance versus the Rams. The Rams are the best team in the NFL. They're three, two, and one by the way because they got that stupid tie to begin with versus the Vikings. Yep. Um. Because if, if you get blown out by the Rams, you know, best team in the NFL, in L.A., I get that. But if the They Vikings, don't have a tough schedule going forward, the, really, though. Yeah, they do play the Dolphins, so. Yeah, that's the only reason. That's the only game I saw going ahead, so that's so, why I just assumed they didn't have a tough schedule. If the Vikings do play well against the Saints, I would be more worried about that as a Packer fan. Yeah, I would definitely be worried about that. Because we still don't know how the Vikings are going to be as a team. They really and, haven't shown and, themselves And the Bears like. the past two weeks lost because of a missed field goal in OT and because of a, a yard short and a Hail Mary. Oh my god, they were so close last week. That would have been beautiful. This isn't looking good for the Packers. And with the 33-year-old Aaron Rodgers, I know we talk about this every show. It's, it's disappointing as a sports fan. They'll sneak into the playoffs. Don't worry about it. Okay. Just bet on it. It's They're going to lose today. They will. They'll lose big today. They'll sneak into the playoffs. Simple okay. as that. That's Brandon's prediction. And speaking of predictions, it leads us into our, guarantee. Lock, leads us into our final segment of the day, which is lock of the week. I am 0-2 to start uh, this year. I couldn't even tell you who I bet on last week. I'm assuming it lost. Do you remember who I bet on? I know I had I had Ravens minus two and a half at home versus the Saints, and Justin Tucker screwed that up for me when he missed a field. Oh, that home. hurts. So you were right there. Yep, I lost because Justin Tucker decided to miss his first extra point in his whole NFL career. So that's nice. Beautiful. Um, who did, You have to remember who you picked. <laughs> I really don't remember. I meant to check, and I kind of forgot about that. Give me your lock of the week right now. Well, I'm looking at the spreads right now. The 1 o'clock games just started, so they're all 0-0. Zero, zero. So let's make this while we can. Yeah, There's don't look of... at any of the scores or anything like that. Just no, no, I'm looking Be at honest this. with yourself. No, the, it's all 0-0. Zero, zero. I'm not worried about the scores. Um, it's only 105. I thought it was later, honestly. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, there is a lot of blow blowout potential uh, this week. A lot of bad teams playing a lot of good teams. Um, but let's just start off. I'm just looking at it right now. Steelers minus eight against the Browns. That's interesting. Steelers minus eight against the Browns. That's a lot. That, that's a decent amount against this trash Steelers team. Hmm. And sneaky average Cleveland Browns team. Okay. I I, I don't what care. Do I don't care if this is a trap bet. Because it's just too good to pass up. My lock of the week is Redskins minus one against the Giants. I'm in. Yeah, I don't know how you can pass up on that one. I mean, it's just, it doesn't really make sense on paper. I don't, what is Vegas doing there? What are they Again, doing? I'll say Vegas knows. So Vegas they, knows kn- they know something that you do not know. And Vegas does a really good job with it, uh, at this with me because gullible idiot like me who sees a spread... <laughs> And doesn't really think, you know. Uh, I'm going with, yeah, that, that, I'm confident, which I'm really not. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're confident. Redskins. You sound actually quite scared. Redskins minus one lock. What, what do you got for us, Brandon? Uh, I'm really looking through these things right now. The one that jumped off to me. Okay. I think I'm going to go with Chiefs minus nine and a half. 
which I'm not a big spread guy. They usually scare me, but the Chiefs have been playing too well. The Broncos, not a big fan of them, and the Chiefs are at home. So that was the big decider for me. So I'm going to go Chiefs minus 9.5. Bet that up. Bet it. All right. I remembered what I bet last week. It was actually the uh, Rams, and they won by 30. Yeah, yeah, you got it. So my lock of the week, I'm one um, one for one. One and one, one, not one for one at all. Do you want to pull a wager on who has a better record at the end of the year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want to bet? Some Wawa. Some, all right, yeah, you can get me a buffalo chicken sandwich. All right, bet that up. Say no more. All right, well, that is it for this week's edition of Six Man Radio. We'll see you guys next week. I don't know, on either Friday afternoon or Sunday morning. Uh, Hit us up. What do you want to see? It won't be Friday afternoon, actually, because I will be working. I'm going to be working volunteering over at the CONCACAF U20 Championship, actually, down at IMG. Oh, wow. So uh, I'm really so excited about Brandon. that. I'm going to see some young talent over there from the U.S. team. So I'm going to see some uh, some studs over there. So next Sunday, Brandon will have a nice report about Mark what McKenzie, he saw. Mark McKenzie, Alex Mendez. I'm really excited for it. Yes. But for now, that's it. We'll see you guys next Sunday, I guess. Uh, until then, yeah, say it. Simple as that. Peace. Fix, 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 fix.